You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi, 312-255-8408. And you can get us on youtube.com slash catholicchicago. It's a great first half hour, Mark. We have a great second half lined up. Shield Catholic Center is the Newman Center at our Northwestern University, which serves the students of Northwestern University and those alumni and friends who support us in that mission. Guests. Father Bradley Zamora and Mary Dealey. Brad and Mary, welcome to the program this morning. How are both of you doing? We're are you doing with us? Well, thanks, Father Greg. Boy, it's been a Mary, when's the last time you were on this radio program? Uh, it's been a little little while, I think about three or four years ago. And things that was from that was when you had just written your last book, which was entitled Remembering God. Now have you written a book since then? Uh, I've been involved in another project uh, on the reflections for RCIA candidates for the Sunday readings and feasts of the year. And so that's been a three-year project. Now, seeing you on the uh, screen here with the YouTube, you're looking younger than ever. So (laughs) that's great. Now, are you with us also, too, Father Bradley Zamora? Are you there, Brad? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Brad? Oh, beard and all. And, and your northwestern, and northwestern, your northwestern jacket, yeah. your jacket. At, you know, uh, you, know, you got to represent. You got to represent. And the thing is, well, you're built like you're built like a lineman for the uh, team anyway. So it uh, for the football. Now football begins at Northwestern this uh, this Saturday, correct? You got it. And Northwestern it. take Cats. who are they taking this weekend? Who they who, who's their game? Do you remember? Do you know? I think they have Michigan this weekend. Wow. Home yeah, or away? A, it's a home. I think it's a home game. Yeah, because you know, it's a big yeah. game. to go to the big house in Michigan with 113,000 is really rough. But yeah. Michigan is tough. But I'll tell you, Northwestern is one tough football team. And and Brad and I were together at the cathedral because Brad, you were ordained in 2014. It was your first you assignment, it. and then when I arrived in 2016, you were gracious enough to spend an extra year while doing double work at Holy Name Cathedral and Mundelein Seminary, Director of Liturgy. But now you are brand new at Shield Center as of July 1. So, Brett, I need to ask you, how has it been for the first two months transitioning to your new assignment? You're smiling, for those that can see you. Yeah, no, no. It's, uh, it's been easy. Um, and that's how I know that this was... Uh, I think the right discernment of the spirit for where I needed to be. Um, I've had very little anxiety, very little fear about this. And um, the community's just been phenomenally welcoming and open. And to work with a phenomenal team that Sheil has, uh, especially my sidekick who's with me today here, Mary Dealey, 
uh, it makes life just enjoyable and joy filled uh, to be a part of a community that is truly alive in the love of Jesus and knows that the spirit is with it, guiding it. So, I mean, for the first time being a, a pseudo pastor as the director and chaplain, uh, it's kind of a dream. Yeah, because I spent uh, six years at St. Mary's in Evanston, so I know the Shield campus well. Mary, for a second, you've been involved and have worked at Shield Center for how many years? This is my 25th year. 25th year. And maybe for our listeners, can you give us a brief history of Shield Center? Like, when did it begin? Uh, the Shield Center began as the Shield Club, a student club in 1939. Uh, the first hundred students, and we still have the letter that they wrote to the Cardinal at the time, uh, asked for a chaplain, and the Cardinal assigned, who was who then the associate at St. Mary's, uh, uh, Father Connie McGillicuddy. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my gosh, yeah. And uh, he became the chaplain of the club. Uh, they bought a house that not too far from where our current location and the club met there. It met first in various classroom buildings on campus and began to grow. Uh, and then they bought the house at 1944 Sheridan, and they outgrew that by the 50s. And we uh, began to campaign to build the building we are in now, which is at 2110 Sheridan. And that building was completed in what year? And that building was that completed in what year? 1969. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, 1967. So, Brad, your former... Yes, oh, excuse me. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, Brad, your former boss at Munline, Father John Carchi, was in your position... Um, a while ago. Do you, do you have any advice for you in terms of coming over to Shield? Yeah, I, you know, when the appointment for me to Shield was a surprise. Um, it wasn't on the radar for me to be moving. Um, but when the Cardinal approached me about it and I talked with John about it, he just smiled and he said, you're the guy. He's like, I understand why the Cardinal thinks that you're the person who should go there. And really in that moment, sort of having someone who had been a mentor for me while I was at Mundelein, um, helping him in many ways, uh, lead and establish good worship at a place that he and I both love. Um, there was a great consolation in him saying, um, you're the guy for the job and I know you wanna lead someplace, so go for it. Now, Brad, um, I have to ask you this. You said the transition from Mundelein Seminary to Shield Center was relatively painless and uh, not stress, totally stressless, but better than you thought. But what's been the biggest change to go from a major theologate seminary, Mundelein, University of St. Mary of the Lake, to a Shield Center? It's a completely different ministry. Um, what do you find to be the most challenging but most rewarding in the first two months? Now the students are just starting to come back. Sure. I mean, you know, we have a very focused understanding of what our mission is at Mundelein, right? You're forming parish priests. I think the Shield Center is a place where everyone is discerning what particular vocation they might have in their life. So you have to come at it, I think, from every different possible angle to be able to truly accompany those who are students of Northwestern, because you have the gamut of what students might be studying, 
where they might be in their relationship with Jesus, um, if there's a relationship with him at all. Um, and so to be able to sort of step into that breach and really listen docilely to those places where the spirit is obviously present and sort of draw that out of them um, is a different approach because mm -hmm. I've been very focused on accompanying young men who knew and had discerned that God was calling them to a particular vocation as an ordained minister in the church. Now, along those lines, this sort of, yeah, along those lines, Mary, you've been there at the Shield Center now for 25 years. So when you started, Brad was about five years old. <laughs> and so what, when, when you're, we can't hear you, Mary, you're not on, you're on, you're on uh, mute or something there. So we couldn't hear you. Now, when you, when Brad started at the Shield Center, what advice or words of wisdom did you share with him being a 25-year vet with a rookie coming in? What words did you share with him? Well, I think I shared, can you still hear, can now you hear you're, me now? Yeah, now we Loud can, and clear, now yes. I, I think I shared first that um, what's the most important thing? It's to love the people here. It's to love the ministry that Amen. you are doing and to love being a priest while you do it. That will be one of the most important pieces of ministering in any community, in any I like faith that. community. That's a great answer. And then and then to just share the vision. I think we all, all of us on staff talked about uh, having a vision or sharing a vision uh, with us, which uh, Father Bradley has done wonderfully well. But what's been great about it and one of the places the Holy Spirit has worked is gathering us all to help form that vision. Mm -hmm. It wasn't coming in and saying, okay, this is what we're going to do because this is my vision. Uh, it was rather saying, let's form this vision together. And so part of that collegiality has really seeped into everything we're doing right now. And I so appreciate that. And building on your wonderful history. What a tremendous yes. history. Mm -hmm. you know. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can... Watch us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We will be back in a few minutes with Father Bradley Zamora, Mary Dealey, and we'll continue. I, I want to ask Mary when we get back, um, how did you end up at Shield? What, what, what drew you to it? And you've been there 25 years, which is a tremendous commitment. When we get back, let's talk about that and then see how long Father Bradley plans on staying to, at Shield. Yeah, Maybe 25 years. You never match know. Mary. Yeah, we'll be back. Bye-bye. waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facilities. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. 
For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can see us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Father Brad Zamora and Mary Dealey from the Shield Catholic Center at, in the Newman Center at Northwestern. And Mary, before the break, um, I posed the question, you've been there 25 years. What brought you there, but what keeps you there? What brought me there was uh, my own personal mission of preaching and teaching the gospel, and I have done that in both, uh, both by teaching in college and university campuses and by preaching the word in various ways uh, on those campuses. But I have moved back and forth because God has a sense of humor between being <laughs> full-time teaching or full-time ministering, and uh, part of that ministry is is teaching in many ways uh, and forming and the opportunities to preach are are many but in different forms mm -hmm. and uh -huh. so uh, so that that brought me to Sheil after 10 years uh, at Seabury Seminary teaching scripture and before that at, at Loyola part-time and at uh, Northwestern occasionally uh, and it's that's been a great blessing for my life. Beautiful. You've had a, such a uh, tremendous journey. It amazed me your entire life, adult life, has been in ministry with and for the Lord in different ways. And God is, and God is good. God, is, and you've been such a blessing because uh, the work you've done at Northwestern 25 years, because when I arrived in 2010, uh, we were involved with you know meetings together, and you're tremendous a woman of deep faith and vision and passion, always welcoming, inviting people in, listening to their story. Along those lines, Brad, you've been there now two months, so literally you're brand new, and you started at a time when the kids are still away and they're just now coming back to campus. But in the two months you've been there, a very, very short time, what has surprised you most in a positive way? Yeah. I would say the biggest thing, and I don't know if it's a surprise because the spirit is always at work in the church, 
but I would say just the willingness of the community and the team to really lean into this unique moment um, of transition. And I'm not necessarily talking about the fact that the Shield Catholic Center has a new director and chaplain in me. I'm talking about this moment of transition really that our church is in as we begin to ease out of pandemic life. Um, so one of the questions that I began wrestling with shortly after I learned of my appointment was, it's one thing to say, okay, we need to welcome people back. But the real question is, what are we welcoming them back to? Um, and what I found in the SHIELD team there was a real desire, um, a fire really, to really engage that question and dive into who we are as SHIELD um, and to begin a journey in really seeing how we can build on the fantastic foundation that exists uh, an even brighter future where we're truly alive in the spirit. And that's not just true of the team that's there, that's been true of our associate community who I've gotten to know over the last two months. You know, those alumni and friends who support and believe in our mission of accompanying the students of Northwestern. I've been spending most of my evenings walking with them throughout the neighborhood just so we could get to know each other and people who maybe who have been a part of the community who don't know each other could get to know each other. And it's just been so fruitful to see the goodness of the Lord present in this community and the awareness that the spirit is calling us to something that's exciting. Now, along those new. lines, Brad, which is some great stuff there, is your predecessor, Father Kevin Feeney, a tremendous priest of the Archdiocese. What words of wisdom did he share with you as he passed the baton on from Kevin to you? I think Kevin's greatest advice to me was just be yourself, be Bradley, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's who the spirit has discerned to be this leader. So don't try and be anyone other than who, you know, the Lord has created you to mm -hmm. be. Um, and so I told the shield team in one of our first meetings that I can't help be anyone but myself. Um, so I'm sorry for that in advance, but this is, who <laughs> you, you know, this is who you're stuck with. Well, here, no, you'll do a great job there, Brad. Here's a little vignette with Brad. I remember when I was at Mondelein, Brad was one of those seminarians with energy and ideas. And if you, I don't know if you remember this, where your grandma gave a gift and we put those beautiful songbooks into the chapel, um, and she dedicated, uh, you know, them to the seminarians. And Brad was instrumental in that. That always impressed me. You were always a leader at the seminary. Uh, and now you'll share leadership um, at, at Newman, at the Newman Center. What what might that look like? How how do how do you know? Like your parish isn't only students. I know many folks that go to Shield for from the, yes, and they consider from it the their Evanston the surrounding and area, and they consider it their parish. You know how how do you share leadership? Like Brad, you're saying the church is changing, Mary. The church is changing. What kind of new models of leadership are you going to be a part of there? Maybe both of yeah, them. I mean, yeah. It, and, you know, one of the things that I shared in certainly my meetings with my closest collaborators, who's the SHIELD team, um, you know, we're all aware that that I'm the boss at the end of the day, right? I'm the director and chaplain. and But I don't want to operate from that space. 
I want us to really have um, a spirit of synodality that Pope Francis talks about, where we actually walk together. We are bold in what we have to say, mm -hmm. but we're also bold in the way in which we listen to each other, because it's in that tension, ultimately, that where the spirit is actually calling us is revealed. Um, and I'm grateful that that the the team's been doing that. Um, and the same is what I said to the community. You know, I tell them all the time, I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking. Um, I don't operate in a silo or a vacuum. Uh, the church is the living, breathing body of Christ, and it looks like something. And when I look out from our altar every Sunday, I see it. So how is Christ sort of working in the lives of people? And it's it's a challenge to me to have to constantly say, I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking, because that informs our vision. And that informs really how we as a team authentically and truly accompany our people, whether they're students or they're those who support us in that mission uh, of being Christ to the students of Northwestern. It's always University. about relationships and welcoming people and sitting around the table of the Lord. It emanates from you know, Eucharist. Now, Mary, you've been there since the mid-90s. What changes have you seen over 25 years by way of the community, uh, by way of ministering? Because uh, you've been truly a veteran, and to be in the one same place for 25 years, you know, God bless you. And yet you still, after 25 years, have energy like if this were day one, like Brad just starting. So what changes have you seen over the two and a half decades? Really, I, I see two things. I see changes in how students approach faith. The questions always stay the same. They mm -hmm. want to know who they are and what they're going to do and how they're going to make a difference and what does God have to do with that. And so there are changes in what they have encountered in the world. And so the wrestling, the different challenges that they have uh, come to the fore. And part of what our our mission is 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 to form those student leaders who will go out then and be a part of church in a, in a different way, who will understand that they've encountered Christ and that Christ does have a place for them and have a mission for them in the body of the larger church. And that excites me. Uh, students, I think, come in eager to form community with one another and to encounter community and does that mean we have zero challenges in that? Absolutely not. We have all kinds of challenges. That's what makes it so interesting. And that's why it's really important that we recognize the Holy Spirit's active. But every interruption, every uh, opportunity is an invitation, an invitation to go deeper. And everybody has to go deeper. And, and so uh, being able to do that for 25 years has been a joy mm -hmm. and a delight. And Mary, what you're talking about, at least what I'm hearing, it, it is... A, your place is a seedbed for vocations, a variety of vocations. Like a gen the gentleman that was on our show uh, earlier, Marvin Savido, is working the food kitchen, the food pantry. He's operations person for six parishes in Waukegan. He worked corporate for 30 years and then really discovered his vocation. Now, one of the things about Newman Centers, at least, Brad, you can elaborate or marry on this, they are a seedbed for vocations and Many vocations to religious life or priesthood currently are coming from Newman Centers. I don't know if either of you want to talk about that at all. Yeah, I mean, one of the 
very clear sort of marching orders that I received in taking this appointment was to be intentional about creating a space in which discernment of a vocation to ordained ministry um, can actually happen. So mm -hmm. all of the campus ministry centers in the archdiocese are, are working with the vocations office and sort of making sure that those that are from the Chicagoland area in particular know of the resources that exist for them to consider diocesan priesthood. But it's so much more beyond that. I think women and men at this particular age um, are looking for ways in which they can go deeper, as Mary said, into their faith. And a lot of times that means when you feel like you've gone deep enough into the study, when you've gone deep enough into the prayer and there's still a longing, that might mean that there's a call to service in the church in some particular way. Brad, so I hate to cut this off, but we've just run out of time. I'm getting signals here from okay. the directors here. So I want to thank in a very special way Father Bradley Zamora and Mary Dealey from the Shield Catholic Center. Uh, doing a marvelous job and team up well with you. Our prayers are with you. Special thanks to our co-host, Mark Teresi, work of our great work of our engineers, producers, Michael May, Javi Garcia. May God bless all of you. Have a blessed week and a blessed Labor Day weekend. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.